Welcome to the Covenant Woman Podcast, inspiring you to grow your faith in all of God's promises and take what belongs to you as a daughter of the King of Kings. I'm your host, Shayla Gordon, author of The Covenant Woman. Are you ready to stop self-sabotaging and start overcoming the struggles that have been holding you back from stepping confidently into who God says you are? Come on, sister. It's time to thrive in all areas of your life. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Covenant Woman podcast. I am so excited to be here. I know I say it every time, but I really am. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. I love getting to share what I'm passionate about. And I am so passionate about God's word and the covenant rights that he says belongs to you and me. Those promises are promises from God and God doesn't break his promise. So that's great news for us, right? (laughs) So today we're going to be talking about section three of the book of the covenant woman. For those of you who have not um, heard of it, it is a book that I wrote earlier this year, and it is all about inspiring women to step fully and confidently into all the promises of God. And as a daughter of the King of Kings, you have rights. You have covenant rights because you are in a covenant, a blood-backed covenant with God himself. And within that covenant, you are given prosperity, freedom, favor, and everything else that's under the blessing. We don't live under the curse. We have been redeemed from the curse. We live under the blessing, and that entitles us to all of God's goodness, right? So section three of the book is uh, titled, Expect Your Gifts. Did you know that God actually gets pleasure in blessing you? Not only can he bless you, he absolutely wants to. So if you've ever questioned that, Look at Psalm 35, 27. Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, which hath pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. So if you serve God, prosperity belongs to you. Prosperity in every area of your life. So you should be able to be prosperous in everything, in peace, in health, in your finances, in your relationships. And, you know, a lot of times people look at prosperity and they think, oh, they're just talking about money. No, money. Absolutely. Do we need it? Yes. We live in an economic world. We have to have money. But prosperity goes way beyond that. It is every area of your life. And let me tell you this. It is not greedy to ask God for things, okay? Whether it's forgiveness, peace, healing, debt freedom, he tells us to ask him, ask and you shall receive. So even if it is something financial, that does not make you greedy, regardless of what what anybody has ever told you in the past. As a matter of fact, Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So whatever it is that you need, God's got you. And it's not greedy to ask him for whatever it is that you are in need of. And here's the thing. He already knows what you need. But in order to be able to give that to you, he doesn't just give what you don't ask for. So In order for him to give you what it is that you're in need of, you must open your mouth and ask him. And you don't have to convince God to bless you. It's not about the convincing and begging. It's about believing his promises. Now, God is on his own time schedule, okay? Like we, we don't, we can't rush God on on what it is that he wants to do for us, but his promises can't be broken. And if we choose to believe what the word of God says, so if he's, if he says that he will meet every need, he will meet every single need. 
and he has a reason for when he causes that blessing to come to pass. And just like we've already talked about in the last couple of episodes, sometimes it is your lack of faith that is just completely hindering that blessing from coming to pass. He's already done his part and he's waiting on you to just take a hold of it by faith and and stop with the self-sabotaging words and stop with the words that aren't in agreement with what he's saying. But we've already talked about that. So just remember, it's not about convincing God and begging God and pleading with God. It's it's about believing that he will do what he said he'll do. And if you're wondering, well, what did he say he'll do? Well, what is it that you need? Go find the scriptures in the Bible that cater to that, that discuss that, the, that are over that topic and write those scriptures down and then take those to the Lord and talk to him about that. Have a conversation with him. He wants communication with you. He doesn't just want you to come beg him and plead for plead for things. He wants to have a conversation with you. So take those scriptures in prayer to God. Tell him, this is what your word says, and this is what I need. My faith in you is stronger than this situation that I'm looking at. I am choosing right now in the name of Jesus to not be moved by what I feel. I'm not moved by what I see. I'm moved only by the word of God, and your word says I am healed, or your word says that you will meet every one of my needs. Like I said, we don't know exactly when we're going to see the answer to that prayer comes to pa- come to pass, but we know that God is faithful and that he is just and that that prayer will be answered. So in the meantime, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, you stand in faith. You don't let anything detour you from that faith. You don't let anything detour you from um, from talking to God, from staying in communication with him. Don't let a neg- negative family member get, get in your ear about something. Don't let a frustrating situation knock you off your faith because they will come at you, okay? Like it's, it's not going to be like the smooth sailing thing. It never is. Your faith gets tested. Your patience will be tested. Um, Satan is going to try to wreak havoc in your life. He will try to steal your joy during the, during your waiting and your faith. He, he will come try to steal anything from you so that he can kill that prayer, so that he can kill your prayer life, so that he can kill the hope that you have in you so that he can kill the faith that you have in you. That's what he does. Okay. So don't be set back whenever something like that comes. Just know that it probably is coming. But as long as you stand in faith and you continue serving God and you continue keeping your faith in him, you will see the answers to your prayer comes to come to pass. And in the meantime, you keep in the faith. You keep growing your faith in what God says. You keep your word and your you keep your eyes in the word of God. Keep keep it going in your ears. Romans 10, 17. I'm probably gonna say it on every podcast because I think it's one of the most important verses in the Bible because so many people they're not sure how to strengthen their faith. And right now, especially right now, we are flooded and bombarded with so many things that are just trying to distract us from what God says and from growing our faith and, you know, from different things on different social media platforms um, and the, even the opinions of others. And I mean, it, that list goes on and on and on. But just always remember Romans ten seventeen, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So keep hearing the word of God and it will drown out everything else. It will drown out what is not from him. And you will be thinking on thoughts that are from God instead of the outside world. Okay, so back to expecting your gifts, expecting what God says already belongs to you. There are a few things that have to take place in order for you to receive that. And we talked about how important your words are last week on the podcast. This week, 
let's talk about the blessing formula. Okay, so in order to have your prayers answered, it is one thing to just pray about it, but to not back it by faith, right? Like we've already, we talked about how that doesn't work. In order to see those prayers come to pass or those answers to your prayers come to pass, you must back it by faith. Faith activates the promises of God. Another thing is, is you have to be walking in love if you want to see the answers of your prayers come to pass. You have to walk in love because without love, there's no faith. Love and faith go together. And then that final piece to the blessing formula is forgiveness. You must be willing to forgive because love does not work in an unforgiving heart. So they all go together. Faith plus love plus forgiveness equals your blessings. That's your blessing formula. Let's do a quick recap. So Faith is what it takes to activate your blessings. You have to have faith, right? But without love, you don't have faith. Love and faith go together. And then without forgiveness, you don't have love because love does not work in an unforgiving heart. So faith plus love plus forgiveness equals blessings. Write that down. Put that somewhere where you're going to remember that because most of us have been holding on to unforgiveness And you may not even realize that you're doing it, but we're going to actually talk more about forgiveness in one of the next sections. And it's actually one of my favorite topics because it's one thing that once I, once I finally grasped the importance of forgiveness, it helped me move a lot further and level up my life completely because God was able to do more for me and in me because I wasn't hindering those blessings with my unforgiveness. But like I said, we're going to talk about that in a different episode. So let's keep moving forward through section three. So expecting your gifts, what is something else that's holding you back from that? Most likely your past. Okay. I don't care what your past looks like. And I'm going to tell you right now, everyone has one. You may not know about certain people's past, but everybody has a past. Everybody has done things that they wish they wouldn't have done. And everybody has fallen short. Everybody has done wrong things. And you need to hold your head up no matter what, because you are are a daughter of the King of Kings. Do not let your past define you. You are worthy. You are righteous. You are forgiven. You are chosen. You are enough. You are not some stupid mistake that you've made in your past. And I don't care if that was 20 years ago or 20 minutes ago. Have you guys ever read the Bible? (laughs) I mean, seriously, every single person God has ever used was so far from perfect, except for Jesus. Jesus was the only perfect person that God ever used. So don't for a minute look at your past and think God could never use me. God could never do anything big in my life. Or I have just ruined everything so bad that I'll never make anything of myself because that is so far from the truth. And once you repent, and that doesn't just mean, um, you know, asking for forgiveness, yes, but when you repent, you actually turn from that sin. You stop doing that thing, that specific thing that you're asking for forgiveness for. Once you do that, God doesn't remember your sin, and he doesn't want you living in playback mode either. And why is that? I mean, because if you're just sitting there thinking about all the wrong things that you've done and you're just constantly, God, forgive me for this. God, forgive me for this. That's only going to discourage you from where he wants to take you. Once you ask for forgiveness and um, you you turn from that sin, you repent. Um, look at Isaiah 43, 25. It says this, I, even I, 
am he that blotteth out thy transgressions for mine own sake and will not remember thy sins. God doesn't want to keep remembering your sins. He's not the kind of God that sits there and wants to rub your nose in it and make you feel bad. He wants you to be able to learn and move forward from that. So don't live in playback mode. Don't don't be thinking of just how wrong you've been in your whole life. Like, no, like get out of that mindset. Okay, so you did something in the past. You 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 did whatever it is, but that you don't need to to live bringing that around with you for the rest of your life, carrying it around on your back because God's already forgiven you. He's already taken away that and washed that off of you. So let him do that. Let let him keep his promise to you. Let go of it. And don't let anybody else don't let the opinions of other people with your past affect you or derail you from the incredible plans that God has for you. Okay, moving on. So we are still in the section of expecting your gifts, but we are switching topics from your past to facts versus truth. Okay. So if you guys are like me, I think what third, fourth grade, we learned facts and opinions. But have you ever thought about facts and truths? Because I think often we look at facts and we think a fact is a fact. It can't be changed. But here's what I want to tell you. Facts very well can be changed. Truth is what will never be able to be changed. And hear me out here. Did you know a man that is, say, six feet tall today in 10 or 15 years from now, he may be 5'10 or 5'11"? That man shrinks, and that that is a fact because a lot of men shrink, right, as they get older. Um, so facts can change. That The fact is he was six feet. The fact is now that he is 5'11". So facts can change, but truth cannot change, okay? Um, think about this, Pluto. I don't know what <laughs> when Pluto actually became not a planet anymore, but Pluto was a planet whenever I was growing up. That was a fact. That fact changed not too long ago. So that's just another example of facts changing. Okay, the word of God can never be changed. The word of God is truth. So here's an example. The fact may be that your finances look an absolute mess right now. But guess what? The truth of God is that the truth is that God wants you to prosper and he has incredible plans for your life, no matter what your finances look like right now. The fact is that God says that he will meet every single one of your needs and he wants you to prosper in all areas of your life. Is financial an area of your life? Yes. God wants you to prosper, okay? So that's the truth. But it does take your faith to activate that promise of God. You have to believe it. You have to meditate on those scriptures. God will find a way. Actually, he's already got a way. He's waiting on you to ask him and he's waiting on you to get your faith working. Put your faith faith to work and he will meet you where you're at, I promise. So let's think about another example. So the fact may be that you have got a bad diagnosis from a doctor. But guess what? The truth of God says, by his stripes, you were healed. First Peter 2.24. So no matter what bad diagnosis you got, no matter what a doctor says, it does not trump what the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords says. And if he says you are healed, then you are healed, but you have to activate that promise by faith. So learn to combat those facts with the truth of what God says with his word. Your faith in the truth can, can, and will move any mountain in your life, spiritual, financial, physical, emotional, relational, you name it, God's got you. And a lot of what getting those 
facts combated with the truth is it's getting your thoughts really in agreement with with what God says. And how do we do that? We do that with strengthening our faith. And then, you know, our thoughts become our words. So it's important. Your thoughts really do matter. And your thoughts are so powerful because they are what produce the words that come out of your mouth. And it may be hard to believe this, but you really, really do have control over your thoughts. And like I said, it is about, it does come down to what you put in your, in front of your eyes and in your ears. It's what you're building your faith in. That's what your thoughts will end up being. But you have the ability and the responsibility in Corinthians 10, 5 to work on your thoughts. So casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. You can literally take a hold of those thoughts and you can say, you know, that is not in agreement with what God says. And then you speak what God says and you can literally change your thoughts. It does take time. Don't get me wrong. But I like to imagine myself, I know this might sound silly, but you can literally stick your hand up there to your head and act like you're throwing those bad thoughts into the trash can. And, um, you know, that's a way to, to like physically remove those thoughts. But I think most of the time we just kind of walk around down here acting like we just don't have control anything over anything. We have no control over our situations. We have no control over our thoughts and and what's going on in our lives. And yes, things come up. Things that we did not ask for do come into play in our lives, but we do have a way to combat even our thoughts. And that is such a, just something that you can grow strength in right there. Just realizing like, hey, God knew that I was even going to have trouble with thoughts in my future. Like that's why that verse is in the Bible to give you that reassurance that you even have control over your thoughts. It's such a great reminder that God cares that much about me and you. He cares so much about us that he wanted to give us ways to handle everything that would come against us. And don't get me wrong. Sometimes we have thoughts that we really don't, we don't even realize that we're not actively thinking those thoughts on purpose, but just knowing that we do have that strategy and all the other direction that the Lord gives us throughout the Bible to be able to expect those covenant gifts from God. So just to kind of wrap everything up for today, the blessing formula, faith plus love plus forgiveness equals blessings. It is not greedy to ask God for anything. It doesn't matter what it is. You can come boldly to the throne and ask for what it is that you're in need of. But you cannot get there without faith, without love, and without forgiveness. So if you are unwilling to walk in any of those three, then you are also, you're, you're well aware that those blessings aren't coming to pass, okay? So be aware of that, remembering that your past does not define you. What God says about you is what defines you. You are chosen. You are righteous. You are the righteousness of Christ, you are a joint heir with Jesus. You are worthy. You are enough. You are forgiven. And you are not some dumb mistake you made in your past. Once you have repented from that sin, God forgets it. He blots out that transgression and he does not want to remember it anymore. Stop bringing it up to him. And combating facts with the truth because facts can be changed but the truth cannot be changed and the truth of the truth is the word of God and that is what your faith is in and that God cares so much about you and he loves you so much that he even gave you a strategy to take control over your thoughts 
That's it for today with expecting your gifts. But remember this, because you are a covenant woman, you can have what God says you can have, you can be who God says you can be, and you can do exactly what God says you can do. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll meet you right back here next week as we continue to grow our faith together and all of God's promises and take what belongs to us. Thank you for listening to the Covenant Woman podcast. For more info on the book, to stay inspired each week, and to find all the different ways to connect with me on social, check out thecovenantwoman.org. 